Welcome to the three things I learned in SaaS Sports Tech and Live events for October 9th, 2020. Number one, China's tourism surge has many in live hoping for a similar bounce back. That's not going to happen in live. What makes live great is what's going to slow it down. We have a already crowded live events calendar. We have less consumer spending power and we have 8% unemployment. There are a few misconceptions that come up when we talk live with investors. Number one, that ticketing is ticketing. It's access control at scale with, some, with an asset that expires. It's incredibly complicated and very high stakes. Number two, what makes live so valuable and loved is the control over the inception of and the limitation of supply. Many things we do in our lives are easily disrupted by text, whether that's shopping, taking a class, and many kinds of entertainment communication, such as embedded concerts like Marshmallow and Travis Scott have done in Fortnite. But it can only augment the live experience. We want to see we want to be near our heroes, our bands, our athletes, and there's only so much supply for that. And there's only so much demand for it from the consumers because we're all living other lives. That same thing that made life so wonderful during boom times is going to make it slow to return because we have upwards of 75% of tickets that were already sold for events that were postponed and not canceled. We've got to fulfill all of those first before we start to move on to, on to what's next. I don't think we're gonna start seeing those big numbers again until we have a clear calendar in 2022. Besides, China's numbers, though impressive, are only 80% of the level of 2019. That's number one. Number two, don't worry about people stealing your ideas. If they're good ones, you're gonna to have to ram it down their throats anyways. You know, innovation, especially when you're changing the way things have been done, is usually hiding in plain sight. We've all heard the stories about Netflix and Blockbuster. We all know that Nike wasn't the first to be pitched air, and that AT&T turned down packet switching, which would become the backbone of the internet. You know, when we started our business, we wanted to try and hide and be coy about the fact that we were going to use tickets to create a full cycle application to change live events and sponsorships. That was totally unnecessary. When we met with customers, we got the same responses that those historical ones had heard from AT&T, Netflix, and the like. If you are building this the right way, and you're going to become the way, there is no reason to hide it. And by hiding it, all you're doing is slowing down your ability to become the norm. I remember back in 2009 when we entered the space, we called one of our competitors who was very well funded at the time and definitely winning in the market. They had over 20 customers and we had one. I remember the phone call like it was yesterday. They laughed at us when we explained to them exactly what we were going to do. They then told us that they were about to sell their company to Ticketmaster or they were going to partner with National Event Co. Yes, that National Event Co., the one who got arrested in a Ponzi scheme. Ten years later, they also ran National Event Co., went to jail, and we've grown a wonderful business because we've out-executed people. So, in the end, don't worry about people stealing your idea. You're going to out-execute them anyways, and you're going to become the norm. That's number two. Three, I learned that NBA ratings dropped 50% for a finals with a flagship brand in the Lakers and a huge star in LBJ. This is coming at the same time that Travis Scott literally broke McDonald's supply chain by offering $2 off a burger that they've been offering for 40 years. We need crossover stars in live now more than ever as youngsters have more choice today than we had coming up. You know, this is a scary statistic for those of us in line. The boom that we've seen in hospitality and luxury suites on the backs of the generations of us raised on our teams while having access to them. Luxury suites didn't show up until the mid-90s. I used to go to Giants games at Candlestick Park for two bucks and sit in the left field bleachers. I felt like I was a part of it. The stats now show that the next generation is watching and the next generation is going, but what it doesn't show is where that fits on their priority list. And right now it's well below interactive games for many. So we need to adapt and get involved in their world or they're not gonna spend any time in ours. The last celebrity collab McDonald's did 
Michael Jordan in 1992. That's the three things for this week. We'll see you all next week.